Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. We're changing it up as it's the opening week of the NBA. So Kurt and I will be talking about the upcoming season, what's to come for the Raptors home opener to our Raptors mom episode. So sit back and enjoy. Hey, Wen, how's it going? Oh, living the dream, of course. And yourself? Listen, I'm excited. We're we're here. Uh, it's the start of a brand new NBA season that marks the 75th anniversary or 75th birthday for the NBA. So I'm excited for basketball to be back. How about you? Oh, extremely excited. I mean, you think the NBA started, I believe it was 1946. And looking back at its history, right? You had the Toronto Huskies versus the New York Knickerbockers. Wow. And you know, 75 years later, here we are, you know what I mean? So there was so much transition in between that time. The league grew to where it is now, and it's just absolutely amazing. So as a kid growing up watching the NBA to now an NBA mom, is like I can see the progression and the difference, and I absolutely love it. So I'm excited for um, the 75th year moving forward. Yeah, it's it's quite amazing. If you think about the Raptors, I mean, they've only been around since 95. And, you know, 95 is a long time, but it's not a long time. Um, so what do you think about, you know, just heading into opening week? How excited are you for it? Okay, so as a Raptors mom, <laughs> I am stoked. I mean, come on now. My son is finally playing for the team that he's dreamed of and the team that he's always, as a child, we would sit there and watch the games as a family. You know what I mean? So now to imagine that he's actually there and this week is the team home opener, I can't wait. I, I just, I just want to get to Toronto and I just want to sit and I just want to enjoy the game First time back in the arena as a Raptors mom. I'm just, it's wow. for me, it's just overwhelming, but I can't wait. It's amazing because when you think about it, it's Canada's team. As Canadians, when you're watching, you naturally are watching the Raptors. And for Kem signing with the Raptors last season when they were in Tampa in a crazy, crazy time with COVID, you know, a lot of fans are like, oh my God, he's with the Raptors, but he wasn't playing in Canada. So for him now to be in Canada, in Toronto, and getting ready for opening night, how do you think he feels actually suiting up and playing in front of Canadians at Scotiabank Arena? You know, it's completely different. And I, I could actually attest to that because I went to Tampa to watch the Raptors games. And let me tell you, it was like night and day because I've been to Scotiabank Arena so I see the love of the Raptors fans. You know what I mean? They really, really love their team. And here I'm sitting in Tampa and it was so, so different. I mean, you had fans from Tampa, but they weren't the real Toronto Raptors fans. So for Kim, for him to actually suit up in the country, suit up in the Scotiabank arena. I mean, come on, how could he not be prouder that now the team is actually finally going home and playing where they deserve to play and where they rightfully belong? Exactly. And for those that said, you know, it, it wasn't uh, a big deal 
you know, I think that home court advantage is a, there is something to be said for it. There's something to be um, said for having your own routine and staying in your own bed. So to spend an entire season away, a lot of people underestimate the challenges that that came with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on, you're not playing home. You imagine these players that had to leave the country. They had to leave their homes, right? And then they had to go somewhere else. And like you said, for an entire season. And the thing is, you really they really didn't know for how long. So you're really displacing yourself. You're displacing your comfort. You're displacing really everything that you're so comfortable with and you know. And I mean, you're still working and not everybody was able to be with their family. Um, I mean, COVID really, really just changed a lot. So I felt for the players because being around them in Tampa, I mean, the mood was great, but you could tell that it just wasn't home. So now they're back where they want to be. They're amongst their families. They're amongst their friends. They're amongst the fans. I mean, you can't ask for more. Exactly. And think about this. You've been to Scotiabank Arena, a.k.a. the Air Canada Center prior when it was called that. Yeah. Um, you've been there as a fan. You've been there to watch Kem play against the Raptors. Yes. This is going to be the first time for you um, and Kem to be there and be the home team. Yeah. I remember being there um, November 19th, 2019. We were there and watching that game, for me, it was beautiful, first of all, because now I'm watching my son play. You know what I mean? He was playing with the Magic at the time. He was playing against the Raptors. Great game. Moving forward now, I'm like, I'm actually going to be sitting there as a Raptors mom, this is going to be a totally different game for me. The Scotiabank now arena, I'm going to see completely different because now it is my home. It's my son's home. This is where we want to be. This is where we've been wanting to be for so long. So this game, this upcoming home opener game is going to mean everything. I know the fans are going to go crazy. The families are going to go crazy. The players, everybody's going to be so happy. So for me to return to this arena as a Raptors mom, it means everything to me. I can only imagine like when you watch Kem play, it's special, right? But now to be in your home country, in you know Canada's team, and you're sitting there on Wednesday night, the lights get all dark, the, you know, the starting lineups, the announcements, the Canadian national anthem, just the, the emotions that are going to come with that, because it is different. It's not yes. going to be uh, a game that, you know, you've seen him play at all levels from, you know, when he was still under the radar to when he was playing at UNLV. So for you to be there now, I can only imagine the emotions you're going to feel on opening night. You know, I think it's going to be the first time in a long time that as I stand up and we're proudly singing that Canadian national anthem, you know what I mean? It's going to be different for me. It's going to be more powerful. You know what I mean? Because now it's like, wow, my son is playing for the Canadian team. He's playing for our country. And when that Megatron comes on <laughs> and they're announcing the Raptors team and I get to see my son's face as a raptor, oh my God. Yeah, just look there, out. There may because, be some tears. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of tears, I could tell you now. It's, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm a crier, so that'll be a crier. And I'm also gonna be the loudest one in the building, so I'm just ready. 
I'm just ready. Thursday, I might not have a voice, but it'll be all well worth it. <laughs> I, I agree. And, you know, he probably hasn't even really given it y- y- that much thought because until you're living it, um, you don't realize. But he was embraced by this country. He was embraced yes. by the Raptors. He played so well um, down the stretch and obviously was rewarded with his contract extension in Toronto. So for him to finally play in Toronto as a Raptor, that's pretty amazing. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, like I because said, it, it is good. People be underestimate it. They don't realize that, yeah, like he hasn't played for the Raptors in Toronto yet. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be his first time, right? I mean, yes, they've had preseason games, but it's not the same. It's really it's not, not the same, right? You know what I mean? All the players are coming out, showing out now, because now these games mean more. You know what I mean? Regular season games, obviously have a different impact, right? And this is what the players are waiting for. This is what the fans are waiting for. So I know, like I said, Wednesday, it's just going to be a different type of night for everybody. Most definitely. And, I, and you know, that opening night feel, I'm sure, you know, he'll even be putting in a little bit of thought of what he's going to be wearing, how he's going to be showing <laughs> up to the arena. And, I mean, even for you, right? Like, I'm sure you've got your game day fit ready. Listen... Gotta look cute, right? That's the whole thing. <laughs> I can't yeah, wait. Right. I just that's right. Gotta have the hair did. You gotta <laughs> gotta have you gotta have the outfit ready. Come on now. Come on now. It's Raptors opening night. Everybody in there is gonna be looking hot. Everybody in there is gonna be looking cute. So We're I'm gonna ready. have to make sure when gets a, a tunnel fit, you know, a tunnel fit <laughs> pick ready. Ready and waiting. Um and you know, you've been there as an NBA mom on the visiting end, but there's so much more that comes with attending a game as family. I mean, in Orlando, you're in the family room. The Raptors have a family room. Like, you've never experienced that to date. No, no. And I'm excited to finally experience that. And another thing I'm excited for is really meeting um, the families, right? That, for me, is is everything. I want to... I want to meet all the players and their families and their, if they have wives and children, you know what I mean? Their moms and their dads. That to me is everything because I'm such a family oriented individual to begin with. So for me, I want to be there and speak to the parents. I want to be there and spend time with them. You know what I mean? And, and, and of course, get on Twitter, you know, <laughs> game days. I want to tweet with the moms and the dads and everybody else because that's where it's at. You know what I mean? So I'm just I'm just excited. I, I want to develop uh, this family relationship um, with the Raptors family and the organization. So I'm quite excited. You said it's all about family and Raptors Nation have, listen, you are the official Raptor mom. <laughs> um, the torch is being passed. People absolutely um, love you. So it, it's super exciting. You know, when I speak to Marie, I'm like, girl. <laughs> said, I don't know, man. I got to follow in your shoes. And we laugh about it all the time. So you know what, Raptors fans, I love you guys. We are one. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. We are one. So we are going to be there for our men, for our team. And once we get into the playoffs and get what we deserve, that's all that matters to me. Amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So we're heading to Toronto. Um, you know, game is on Wednesday night. 
But we're not just going for the home opener. What are we going to Toronto for aside from the home opener? So courtside moms, we're going because we are actually going to do an episode with Raptors moms and we're going to talk about the season. We're going to talk about our sons. We're going to talk about getting back to Canada where we're supposed to be and all that good stuff. So you guys have asked for it. Raptors fans were asking, saying, listen, do something with Raptors mom. So this is what we're bringing to you. So I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we're recording that on Thursday. It's going to go out next week. Can you share some details on where we're actually recording it? Oh, absolutely. So we're going to be doing this at the OVO Center. The Raptors organization, they are amazing. They're so accommodating. They love the families. And I am so blessed that it was such an easy ask. You know what I mean? There was no red tape. It was just, look, this is what we'd like to do, bring in the families. And it was just absolutely. So for me, I want to thank the Raptors organization just for being awesome and for understanding the goal, which is really to have a couple of moms come on and just talk about how proud we are of our sons and how proud we are to be Raptors moms and to be in this family. Wow. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's exciting. Um, you know, the OVO training uh, facility is state of the art. It's where the team practices and spends their time. So, you know, we're looking forward to it as well. Um, you know, when it's been two years on this journey, when you look back and reflect on it, um, over 80 episodes, Mm -hmm. so many moms, uh, constantly providing, knowledge and expertise for those listening and and those moms who are raising their own children. Do you now kind of sit back sometimes and reflect on the sisterhood that you've created with Courtside Moms? Absolutely. I was actually thinking about that just this morning. I was saying to myself, you know what, through this journey, I've learned so much myself from the mothers. I had to spend time years ago trying to navigate with my son and try to figure out where I could go to get him to where he was, where he is now. However, speaking to now these mothers, I'm learning so much that I could have done better. I could have done differently. Things where they've learned from me and they're like, wow, thank you very much for helping us because we didn't realize that this is a different path that we could have taken to help our kids. So looking back now at episode one versus now, this sisterhood, it's so endearing to my heart because we are genuinely friends. When I speak to these moms, we're friends. You know what I mean? Like I can just call any of these 80 women and just say, what's up? What's going on? I need help. Or I just want to talk. What are you doing? Where are you at? Are you coming over? Oh, you're at my door. So it's, 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 it's a different playing field. And the reason why I say that is because we have so much in common, um, because there's just so much going on with our kids. So there's times where there's situations where I'm like, you know what, I, I need to speak to someone who's been there, who understands. And they're always there. So it's such a blessing for us to share um, 
And I know this, it's just always going to be that way. It's just, it's just a sharing sisterhood and nothing but love and passion for our kids and for us as women. Together. And I mean, it's constantly passing on that knowledge for those that are, you know, living the life that you have lived. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all positive, which is what I love, right? We bring, we bring such a shining light to each other. And we're just like, listen, we got you. Peter V, what do you need? I got you. So, and, and I love hearing that. I mean, I got text messages this morning and some moms are asking me questions and I'm like, I'm going to call you in a couple of minutes and let's just talk it out. And we did. It was That's very right. simple, but it wasn't simple for them. So sometimes we get on group chats. So-and-so, this is what happened. What do we do? And everybody just gets on ping, ping. You know, it's going off. Your cell phone's going off. You know what I mean? And we're all just in there. And it's quick, it's easy, but it's, like I said, all love. So I well, love my sisterhood. It, it's amazing. And when you look back now, right, two years, it's almost two years since the last time that you were on the hardwood on a basketball court recording an mm-hmm. episode with then Shelly yes. Davis Gordon and, and Elise. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now we're going to be doing it in Toronto. So, you know, time flies. Absolutely. And once again, I just feel so honored that people see and recognize the vision of Courtside Moms and what the show really is about because the matriarchs are so important. And just to, for them to say, you know what, you guys, you women matter. Come in and do your show and you can do it at half court. You could do it anywhere you want to in this OVO facility. And to me, it was like, wow, I I'm, I just love this organization so like you said, two years later, looking where we are now and to see people's appreciation for the show, it's, it's, it's very humbling. It is. When you look at the progression, um, it, it is, it's quite something, right? It, it's come a long way and it's constantly growing and, you know, being dedicated to, you know, do this and create this is a lot of work. And a lot of people don't, don't really understand how much goes into it. Right. And, it's not easy just to to sit down and speak to people you've never spoke to before. So when you said earlier from episode one to now, I mean, you've also learned a ton. Absolutely. I mean, having these in-depth conversations with these women, I mean, first of all, we have to develop a level of trust. We don't know all of the mothers. A lot of the times I get to know the mothers after the episode, right? So it's really just reaching out and saying, hey, I'm an NBA mom and I would love to speak to you about your journey. Sometimes there's there's a different kind of a kickback where they're like, you know what? I don't know you, so I'm not really sure. And then you have other mothers who embrace it immediately. And I understand the mothers who don't know. I completely understand where they're coming from because this is your personal life. This is your son or your daughter's personal life, right? And they don't know what's going to be out there. So it's really for us to make them understand that Courtside Moms is all about love and dignity. We're not out there. We're not tabloids. We're not interested in any of that. We're really just to help you speak about your journey. So like I said, After we do these episodes with these women, what I love is the referrals because everybody has been so comfortable that now some of the moms call me and say, listen, I spoke to so-and-so's mom. 
she wants to come on the show. Hey, here's her number. She's waiting for you to give her a call. And to me, that is just lovely because that's where the level of trust comes in, right? So it is a work in progress. Like you said, a lot of people don't know. They just think that because I'm an MBA mom, I can call anybody and they answer right away, which that is not true. We really have to work just as hard as any podcaster would to get their guests. So like you said, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and at the same time, wouldn't change a single thing. When you look at the platform, I mean, whether it's the the family that, their son is just trying to make uh, a roster to legends like a Dwayne Wade with Jalinda Wade, right? I mean, yeah. we've had it all and the relationships are so important because yeah, we may have recorded an interview with someone a year ago, 18 months ago, but there are things that pop up that um, remind you of those individuals. And I, the one that comes um, obviously right now is the Chicago Sky just won a WNBA championship. Yes. Candace yes. Parker brought a, a championship to her home city. And, you know, we were lucky enough to have Sarah Parker on the show and you spoke to her and just amazing that, you know, she was able to win another championship and, and do it in her hometown. And Anthony was there watching, mm-hmm. you know, you've had that conversation with Sarah, right? And it brings I back did. those points of how important these relationships are and how relevant these conversations are. Oh, for sure. I sent her a message this morning. Said, congratulations, Sarah. Like, your baby did it. You know what I mean? So, and like I said, that's the sisterhood. You know what I mean? That's just beautiful because moms appreciate it. Because sometimes once you speak to somebody or you do a show or whatever, after that, they're forgotten. Where I try really to to continue relationship with the mothers. So Sarah, of course she knows who I am, right? So it was like, thanks so much. And I knew she appreciated that message because it probably was unexpected, right? So. And that's the tough part too, is that, you know, it's like ha- taking on 80 new friends. It, yeah. it, it is a lot to, you know, keep in touch with everyone. Um, but I think we do, and you do a, a phenomenal job at checking in and, you know, you, you also build personal attachments to their kids. Oh, you just sure. follow, you know, where is he, where is she, and, and how are they doing? Oh, for sure. And it's important because, like I said, you want to show the moms that we actually do care. It doesn't start to stop at the, at the, the show. It continues after the facts. Um, for example, um, if a son or daughter get cut from a team, I'm reaching out to the mom. Sometimes we have moms that reach out to us, you know what I mean, saying, hey, this is what happened. And I love that because that shows that they're comfortable enough to share that information or just in case you didn't hear, this is what's happened. I love that because I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? That that shows that you 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 embrace our friendship and this is information you felt that I should know or you just felt this information that you want me to know. It could be anything. So I just love the communication back and forth because like I said, it's just a friendship that just develops and it's going to continue forever. I think it's going to continue beyond our kids once they retire because now the relationship is not only about the kids, it's about us as mothers. That's right. There's a level of trust there. And when you think of um, just the last two years and the challenges that have come, you know, we're going to be in Toronto this week recording a in-person recording that was all put on a you know, came to a screeching halt in 2020 with COVID. So uh-huh. this will be the first in-person recording since January of 2020. Can you believe it? <laughs> I can't. And you know what's funny? I was thinking about this 
And I had to laugh because I remember the very first in-person episode and I was so nervous. And then as, you know what I mean, as the year, actually it wasn't even a whole year, we did September to March, right? So as the months um, went by, I was getting more and more comfortable. And then all of a sudden, I'm staring at my cell phone and I'm doing an episode speaking into my cell phone. There's nobody next to me. There's no mother there, just my phone. And we were doing audio recordings. I was devastated. I was, right. I was like, this is different. And I just couldn't get used to that because I was, I was then used to the idea of having this mother in front of me. But then after we introduced Zoom, and for me, this is a platform that I actually enjoy. I love the moms next to me. I do. But I look at the Zoom and I'm like, you know what? We've created something that is so fantastic that can go on beyond the years, right? This is going to something that's going to always be there. But I do appreciate spending time with the moms because we're sitting across each other and now we're real sisters. Now we're talking. We're more comfortable. It's like, you know, when you say you break bread with somebody and you have wine and then all of a sudden everything comes out. And that's what it is because now we're feeding off of each other's energy. So this week, this is what I'm looking forward to is sitting across these women and just being ourselves. Just, yes, we're Raptors moms, but we're still moms. We're just moms to our sons we're we're women we're just sitting there in the ovo center where our kids practice and just hanging out and that's exactly what that's about so i i'm i'm excited to to finally sit and actually in the same room right (laughs) remarkable it's it is amazing every it for covid forced the world to um evolve and adapt and and you, you know you've adapted and that's what you have to do you otherwise you sink right you know, I love the fact how we adjusted to the situation. Um, COVID, for me, for courtside moms, ended up being a blessing because it just changed courtside moms for where it was. And to me, it just grew. It continued to grow. So for me, I'm just super happy because it could have just started and stopped right there. And we could have just said, you know what, let's just wait and see what happens. And here it would have been a whole year and a half later, and we probably wouldn't have had any episodes because we wouldn't have been able to do it in person. So for me, I, I, I look at COVID like, yeah, it did a lot to people, but it also did a lot for us. So it did a lot for courtside moms. And I'm just happy that we actually have this. We have this opportunity to ask a mom, hey, do you mind jumping on Zoom for an hour? Um, let's chit chat, have some fun. And they're actually like, yeah, let's do this. And they're willing. So I'm blessed. Exactly. Well, amazing. So I'll ask, you know, since it is opening week, for all those rookie NBA moms that are going to be experiencing, you know, their their first home opener and for for many of them, their son's uh, debut, what advice do you have for them? Oh, sit back, enjoy it, observe everything everything you possibly can when you're in that arena there you miss a lot because you're so excited you, you're looking at 10 million different things but i learned probably after game two or three <laughs> that there's so much more and there's so much more to enjoy i love the people i love the fans i'm our players the coaching staff 
the cheerleaders. There's so much there that comes with the game. It comes with the NBA. It comes with that experience. And that's exactly what it is. It's an experience, not only for our sons, it's it's an experience for the families, for the parents, right? Because you're there and you're like, oh my gosh, my son is playing. Because this is a different level. You just came from watching your child play NCAA. Now you're watching your son play amongst the best players in the world. So that's something that to me, I just say, parents, sit back, just enjoy it all. This is going to be a great ride. You are going to absolutely love it. Your son is going to absolutely love it. And you know what? You want to talk about it? Give me a call because I'm... (laughs) I would love wow. to share my experiences with you as well. Amazing. Well, when I'm looking forward to this week, um, yeah. I'll see you in, in Toronto on Wednesday and yes. next week. Uh, everyone needs to tune in for this very special Rafters episode. Absolutely. Absolutely.